0: Ladies and gentlemen. Happy it's a, holidays. Happy
1: holidays. It's that time of year. And when I say it's that time of year, I mean that it's time for us to look at the fitness trends for next year. Except that we're not going to do that right away.
0: How many times have we done it? Three times? I think this is I think that this would be like the fourth time. Because three times in a row we No I didn't expect the wheel to be reinvented, but the Purpose of those episodes were to look forward, which is cool. Yeah, and we've talked about uh, New Year's resolutions before, and I typically do a YouTube video on it, and I think every year I have a slightly different take on it. Um, And we can dig into that in a second. But what we try to do is grab a article from like mainstream shit, right? And mainstream, uh, I guess, I maybe it's my perspective is wrong, but I thought mainstream is good at making bullshit up. Yeah. Right. And so I thought, oh, each year there will be new bullshit. Yeah. But they're just regurgitating bullshit, which is what social media is good at. Right. And so I thought the main media would hunt down some newer, cooler bullshit. Even if it was do- dog water, I'd rather have them give me something new to talk about. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Well- They just say tech. Yeah, they just <laughs> say- Every year they say hit, community, and tech. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. We're going to get to that in a second. Well- um, Part of part of the issue, you know, is that a lot of the sort of blog articles, which is kind of what we're talking about now, because these things are not published on paper anywhere, yeah. right? A lot of them are written or at least first drafted by AI technology now.
0: Love that.
1: And somebody just goes in and maybe cleans it up and, or yeah, maybe what, doesn't.
0: So they just scope the internet for high SEO fitness trends. Correct. And, and I, then somehow put words in I, it.
1: I, I know... Uh, Two different people right now who are actually just just writing or rewriting articles for um, for online um, stuff. Cove is one of them. As a matter of fact, he writes for a photography site. Tell him to
0: write for us. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Well, I think he, he gets, that- I think he gets. I think he paid. I mean, <laughs> we could get him paid somehow. But if he has AI doing half of it, yeah.
1: And then I have another friend from a comedy spot who's who writes freelance rights for you know, stuff. And, and based off of AI. Program. I believe it bases off of AI because, like, why wouldn't you at this point, right? No, of
0: course. I mean, you see the, obviously the picture trend going crazy on Instagram is all this AI artwork, and I've messed with some of those websites. I mean, they are cool. Uh, did you do it? I haven't no, done it. No, I didn't diet. I it. I, what I tried to do, uh, and now, spoiler, I was like, because I, I am a hipster, and so I was like, oh, I don't want to do my face. Let's see if we can get our logo done oh, a million yeah, different yeah, ways, yeah, yeah. and I thought that, but it won't read it. Oh yeah, it won't read it. It's not a face. Yeah, it won't read it very good. So yeah. I tried that with a bunch of our different logos, and it didn't work that good. And I was like, "Oh fuck it," and I deleted that. Even though seeing myself would've been fine. But you see what they did to Tim? Uh, so I don't know if it's I don't know what it has to do with like Mr. Face- Tim Tebow. Yeah, because Tim's a good-looking cat. Yeah, it's not like Tim's hideous. But sometimes, and I've had other like pretty friends on Instagram that it just fucks their shit up. I it, don't know why here. I don't think it helped him. Yeah. Did you see Tim's? I think I did. I don't. I there was didn't one like that was really them. bad. Poor guy. And he even said, he even <laughs> said, like, damn, I don't know why I paid for this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know either, bro. I don't know. Like it makes him like morph. Oh, yeah. He's like molded. It looks like a burnt plastic. Yeah. It, he
1: looks a little bit like, um, uh, like the guy from the Incredibles in the face. Yeah, or now. like
0: that. Yeah, he looks. I don't know why, but then other people it makes them look like literally the best version of themselves. Yeah, like by far. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That one, yeah, yeah. Poor Timmy. I
1: I think it just grabbed his nose,
0: which yeah, but that nose is kind of small. Oh, compared to his actual nose. Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe. Like in proportion, like no, like obviously I got a fucking huge ass nose too. But you know what I mean. Like nose, I feel like a strong nose in a man sometimes. You know, looks powerful. But they made Tim look like a little doll. Yeah, they didn't do him good. Poor guy. Did you just throw random (laughs) tattoos on him? It's really weird. Um,. Why is it that our friend Fat Dan, hit every
1: single one that he posted was saying. in some kind of a uniform? Well, and, he,
0: and Dan looks like a fucking god, he right? He does. He yeah. looks like a Greek god. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, he looks straight out of a video game. What I found interesting, and maybe this is me just being a weirdo, is I started to look at um, the other parts that the AI adds. Like, obviously, the face is cool, and they make yeah, it yeah. look like a fairy or a video game. Like, all right, blah, blah, blah. But I started to look at, like, the shirt graphics some of these AI would throw together. Uh-huh. Or, like, right here they threw tattoos on Tim. Or on Dan, other people, they'll throw words on the uniform, uh-huh. but they're not words. Oh. Yeah, that's where it starts to get creepy. Like, right here. They're like runes or something? Or... Yeah. Really? This gets this is where it gets creepy, but no one's talking about <laughs> it. But, like, Tim right here, his shirt says like, A-M, or M-A-G-V-E-D kind of.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And there's a lot of weird things, like... Is that the name of the company or something? No, I don't think that's on his shirt. I think it's these... And then it looks like Thomas the Tank Engine had a fucking throw-up. Do you think it, I think it's AI talking to itself or something, something weird's happening. What's that say? Oh, uh, uh, it's supposed to be game day, but it's Tay. I don't know if, I don't, yeah. Does I, it look like Zame Tay? I don't even know if it's supposed to be game day. It's definitely supposed to be something. It looks like, yeah, there might be a Z, but it's definitely A-M-E-G-A-Y. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, but tame, then, what's t- going on underneath? Same gay. That's not the same graphic. That's in his picture. No, no, it's not. That's totally like an not. alien
1: or something. Yeah, I don't know where that's from.
0: Yeah, there's weird stuff going on. You might be right. He might be wearing game day stuff, and that's why. But that, but that's not even close either. No, it's not. It, it's and really
1: that, that's a, that's a pretty good shot of him though.
0: No, so yeah, that's probably the best that, one.
1: Yeah, that's probably the best one. He looks pretty classic in a black hoodie.
0: But yeah, the tattoos they're throwing on people—they'll throw necklaces with medallions yeah. that aren't aren't normal. Now, yeah, now I would say that Stanek benefited. Joe, Joe, uh, yeah, Joe's straight looking like, uh, what's the off-brand, um, what's the- uh... Joe, you're off-brand. No, not so Joe, you know. not Joe. The show is, uh... <laughs> fuck, the superheroes that are like Deadpool, but it's like six of them or whatever, a TV show. Oh, oh, the, the Boys. The Boys. He's looking oh, he looks... like main guy from The Boys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's looking like fucking off-brand Superman. Yeah, off-brand was Superman, say. yeah. Yeah, Joe's Joe's crushing it. Yeah, That's- Joe, uh, someone else posted one. I was like, this motherfucker is looking like Ryan Reynolds. I don't know who it was. But yeah, some people are getting mega boosties. Joe, I- Joe, Joe's a good looking cat too, but also like this, like isn't his nipple out of his shirt? His nipple is out
1: of his shirt. There's actually a comment about that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like. He actually responded to the comment, He kind of looks like
0: Chris Evans right there.
1: He does look like Chris Evans right there.
0: Yeah, Joe's killing the game. And, and IRL, he kind of does, too. He kind of has that... Uh, uh, Captain America. Yeah, cl- like the... Clean the cut. essence. The essence. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that, uh, proportionally, his chest is bigger than than Chris Evans, however. Joe has, like, a big chest. Yeah. He's got a lot
0: of peck for a, a US... Pale lifter, excuse me. There's something going on with uh, the trainers in Hollywood. For sure, because all those guys are just lean as shit with big ass arms. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 I don't know why, but they don't seem to want to do Chester or back or nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could get us back to more place, more days. Because there's a there is a video that uh, I think it's with with Rogan. He's talking about the different actors and, and how they train and shit. Uh, well, no, he's saying it's a
0: natty or not kind of deal. And yeah, shout out to is, Rogan having is. a good take for once. Rogan weeks ago talked about Liver King uh, not being on Peds or s- calling him a liar. Yeah, 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 essentially, which is rare. I yeah, feel like,
1: yeah. yeah, I think so too because everyone kind of it's it's almost. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to I was going to say something I'm not going to say, but I was say you know, uh, you know, got the bros back kind of kind of thing that happens in social media and no, Fitness and
0: podcasts and no, there's whatever. Like whatever. Ten, people on my thing. I did a YouTube video 8 months ago talking shit on the Rock and Liver King and people came at me. Even there was a comment 2 days ago said, "Wow, you sound jealous." Like, I sound jealous to not take showers, shave, or fucking eat testicles. No, nah, man, I'm good. I could easily go take some steroids and look better than that fool. Like, I, I'm good. There's no jealousy between me and Liver King. Uh, yeah, well, you wouldn't look um, as artificial as he does is the question. I, uh, I do hope another leak comes out that he got ab implants. Because in his, like, apology, he came out and said, like, nah, I didn't do. There's no etching, no just yeah, the peds so i'm like yeah, oh like look. we can believe you now. yeah yeah i didn't lie caught. about i lied about this but i'm yeah. not lying about that yeah until you get caught and obviously his wealth stuff's all weird right i think there's like millions inherited I think he's been flying on private jets and then i what i was surprised i guess not off to him a good thing is that his company was doing pretty good before him oh yeah but i think that's because saladino's involved is it saladino or yeah. i don't want to misquote I, th- I think you're right. I don't know. For the sure. carnivore MD. I don't want to misquote. Sorry if I said someone's name wrong. Because there's, uh, there's another doctor with a similar name who has really good evidence. And then there's this guy who straight back Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know him, what you're so saying. So I don't want to fuck him up. There's like a there's, Don. I think there's a Don Saladino who and does. A Paul? Maybe. And I think Don. Dude, that's bad. And I sound like a dick now. I
1: think Don puts out good info. We might cut this out, but I'm probably going to be too lazy for that. So we'll just let it hang there and you guys can correct Yeah, I'll correct this. myself.
0: Yeah, Don. Don puts out some pretty good stuff. Okay. So. Maybe there is two Saladinos. I'm sorry, Don. And Paul. Yeah. See? Paul's a little iffy. <laughs> Paul's a little are iffy. Are they related or are they
1: just similarly... I don't think
0: so. Saladino is pretty common. Isn't it? That's an
1: Italian it's or Sicilian yeah, something?
0: Gotta. Paul, on the other end, kind of pushes his white coat biased and was kind of butt buddies with Liver King uh, and came out with a pretty whack apology, if I do say so myself. Paul. He, yeah. P.S whack yeah it wasn't that great mister yeah he's the carnivore guy is is Paul but they are both saladinos I just didn't want to fuck up you know that was very conscientious of you because
1: I would have just blown no because Don's good
0: Don Don, Don is like more of a strength and conditioning guy than a a random nutrition guy Don, Don, Don can train Don coaches well yeah Don's got some good info out there We should, I don't know,
1: we should get more guests on this show, but let me just, this is behind the scenes right now. Like, I want to do just, I want to do video and and audio if we're going to have a good guest. That's thing one. Yeah. Thing two, we currently use a platform that sometimes is okay and sometimes sucks balls. Yeah. And it is a lot of post-production work that gives me fucking PTSD for all the post-production work that I used to do on the old show all by myself, and I- Except that it's worse because everything is out of sync and I have to fix it. And that degrades my quality of life relative to producing the show. And not getting it perfect uh, degrades everyone's viewing experience. So I would, I mean, I would love to get that kind of person back on. I need a better platform. So if somebody's using one, they can let me know.
0: Lateral to that, I uh, I just think content is so much better in person. And I 100% yeah, agree And my either. little conscious heart uh, uh, feels like when you collab online that it's so transactional. And I know it is, and that's okay. It's okay to be transactional sometimes, yeah. but I just hate that feeling because I've done it for so long. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. And then I think my ultimate goal is just to get folks out here. Like with this big power lift to meet we're running... We'll, we'll we'll open some folks' eyes with what's going on. Yeah, hopefully, we, I want to still do another one. We've never talked about this particularly, but I want to do more events like this powerlifting one that aren't that are more gen poppy. Yeah. So whether it's unsanctioned deadlift or it's just a fitness social, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Because like this will be cool, and we're gonna have a bunch of cool lifters. But majority of folks going to be here are going to be powerlifters. Yeah. Because it's based around a powerlifting meet. But how do we get that same energy and excitement for fitness or lifting heavy? That's just a couple steps more broad. I, I think that the answer is probably seminars. Of yeah, kind stuff or like that, yeah. like a seminar party weekend, like a, shout- bro- a broad base of of stuff. So shout out my boy Kenny Santucci, do Strong New York. Uh, I think he you know is running a gym and classes and stuff now. But it started as a two day uh, like seminar marathon, mm-hmm. and so we'd bring different coaches from different areas. Yeah, and they would do seminars all at the same space. So yeah, maybe it's something like that. Maybe we even call up Kenny and do. Make him run it on the west coast. Maybe so. I
1: was uh, um, I was at a bookstore in Folsom the other night, and ran into like the latest edition of Supple Leopard. I had had Uh, not seen it in a while, and obviously haven't seen um, um, any of those folks in a minute. But uh, it it did give me like flashbacks to uh, to all those times with with Kelly. Yeah. uh, uh, seminars I went to that he was doing through CrossFit and and whatever.
0: Yeah, CrossFit business wise, social wise, they that's a lot of good stuff when they tied in some of those seminars. Obviously, they're crazy overpriced, but um, yeah, it's cool, cool, well thought out business plan. And I think even for fitness in general, like powerlifting could benefit from that too. Like even though our sports way more um, linear than 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 CrossFit and way more specific, you could still have like. Deadlift specialist sen- seminars and you know mm-hmm. more organized version of power li- like nutrition for powerlifters mm-hmm. like and, and I, not all the info pushed during those CrossFit seminars do I agree with by any means but no, they yeah. they had a cool system of spreading knowledge on a broad sport which is CrossFit and individualizing it out and I think that um, it's
1: people should you know whether how however much they're paying they should come to to something like that. Uh, also being open to the idea that they were probably already right about what they were sure. doing and, and have some confirmation, not bias, but actually just real confirmation or that somebody observes them lift and it's like, you know, there actually isn't much of anything no. that I would change in your shit and don't feel gypped because I didn't find, you know, yeah secret, secret hack thing that's going to give you, you know, Part of that, the though, giant PR or whatever. Yeah, part whatever. of
0: any of that is like networking and community too, though, right? Maybe you yeah. find your future coach, or you find your fucking future husband, or you find yeah. your future nutritionist, or who knows who you might meet. Just a future training partner. Or right. back in, the, it's a little bit easier with social media now. But back in the day, that's how you found out about gyms, cool gyms to visit yeah. when you travel or or to train when you're out of town. Like, oh, so and so's from fucking Omaha, yeah. And they have this gym, you know. Where now, obviously, you can Google it and it's a little bit easier. But um, there is a little gap missing there, and obviously, the pandemic didn't help, but. As things get more normal, I think we'll see more of that. Yeah, sure didn't. So, um,
1: so back to topic. Uh, I instead of looking at the the, the um, article that we looked at last year, which was a real fluff piece. Yeah, I went to NASM. And looked at their outlook for twenty twenty three. They haven't published one for or for twenty twenty two. NASM they graduate. They haven't published one for twenty twenty three yet. So here we're there. They only put six on the list. Which I think if you if you shorten your list, you're really going to get a lot of duplication from everything else. But also, you're a little bit more committed.
0: For the, those that don't know, NASM is a National Academy of Sports Medicine. Sports. Yeah, I believe that's correct. <laughs> um, And they're they're a pretty big association. The other one is ISSA, I believe, is the other biggest one that has CSCS and stuff. But these are all um, pretty standardized, pretty well um, accepted certificates. So those that want to get into fitness, um, besides those that just got 3,000 followers and competed in their first powerlifting program and now want to be a coach, if you actually want to get into fitness and learn from experience, typically I suggest getting some type of certificate certificate. It's just kind of like a college degree to me where we can argue that stuff all day. I don't think you learn a ton in college, but I'm a dropout, so easy to say. Uh, I think you show that you're interested enough and invested enough money and time-wise that now you deserve a chance at a job, and that's what I think NASM does. Uh, It gets your foot in the door at these uh, big commercial gyms which I do think is a great learning experience on customer service, how businesses are run. Uh, Even though they're corporate and you're going to get fucked on your percentage of coaching, you're a brand new coach. You kind of deserve to get fucked, no offense. Um, And it's a great place to learn because you're going to have a variety of client and you're going to take any client you can for the first couple of years. And so I think it's a great learning lesson, not sponsored by NASM, probably should be. Um, But yeah, so that's what NASM is. And typically they're fairly science-based. They go very broad. And when you take some of their courses and stuff they have stuff that's like arguable i guess you know like when i took it it was 10 years ago but they're all about the bossu ball and some kind of weird shit and not that the bossu ball doesn't have a place but they were like huge onto it yeah um but typically from a uh large source this is about as legitimate as we can get
2: okay
1: uh so their number one for 2022 was wearable technology yeah and i will say that uh like smart watches like i got an apple watch their fitbits aura or yeah all of those things have actually did get better in yeah. 2023 and i don't know that maybe if people are more or more people are wearing them or the people who are wearing them are more into what they get out of them and i know that that several years ago um andy galpin uh, co-authored a book about people paying too much attention to them yeah but i think that maybe we've reached the point where it's possible to not pay too much attention to them and but at the same time get benefit from them like like the ten thousand step th- thing is entirely arbitrary but if you know a, a fitness watch is going to tell you that that stuff and yeah. if you could do it consistently with like the message is consistency is not the actual number right if you do that consistently it does have an effect yeah like People don't realize that, like, your cardio stuff
0: starts to change in
1: two weeks.
2: Two
0: weeks. The uh, the psychological aspect or human aspect of all this uh, is interesting to me because I don't know what my opinion is because I don't think I know the answer. But um, just like tracking food, yep. where, like, tracking food, generally speaking, will allow you to get to your goals sooner. But there's 50% of the, the experts, quote-unquote, in in the field say tracking is going to cause a eating disorder. Yeah. So if that's the case— uh I guess to go along with Galpin, yeah, like if you're becoming obsessive about this, what's the line of all right, this is a reminder for me to get my heart rate up or mm-hmm. walk a certain amount or and then how much of it is uh, gonna turn obsessive, and I guess a lot of that depends on the personality of the person mm-hmm. of the client or the athlete we're talking about um and then and then, yeah, can you become LeBron James or even? You know lesser can you become professional or can you become an expert or elite even um, without being a little bit obsessive and then where where is the cutoff and I, I honestly think you can, and people argue that as well, but there's so many gifted folks out there that don't give a fuck uh, and they're still just so gifted uh, in every sport and I've worked with elites at all levels um I think trackable stuff's cool, I think it's a, a cool reminder, but you know I, I think yeah steps um sleep. I don't know how accurate it is because I haven't seen like real data on it. But if it does let you know about how much like deep sleep you actually got, I think that's valuable. Is it gonna change everything? Do you like max out every day? You have good sleep and go pussyfoot in the gym every day. You don't. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that applicable. But I think those are cool trends to look at over a micro and a macro to maybe optimize some of your shit. I think yeah. And if you have the money, yeah, why
1: not? Yeah, if you have the money, why not? As long I think
0: I don't know how
1: uh much responsibility that people who make these things have to keep people from obsessing over them. I don't think they have any responsibility no, 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 at no. all.
0: No, it's definitely not on them. I think it's more on the industry and then, like, pushing trends. I take that more on the creator. And for some reason, I, I feel like, because, uh, not to get political, but uh, in terms of, like, businesses, yeah, I think a lot, I, I believe a lot of... um. The weight or the responsibility comes on the consumer to come become knowledgeable and yeah. do their own research. But for me, some reason, when a creator is the owner of a business or a creator, meaning a content creator, um, or even an individual like LeBron or something, mm-hmm. when you become the face or you try to be the face of something, I think the responsibility, responsibility then gets split. And maybe that – I have no basis why – that is but mm. in my head that's a thing i started this to actually help people and so i started podcasting with mm. you and youtube and instagram so then like why all of a sudden when there's a dollar amount do i switch that right where you could argue at&t started to help people make better communications with the world mm. but they don't give a fuck about us you know what i mean like no they can't because they're they it's too just too customers. much of a machine right and, yeah. then, and then and then i don't know where that line is drawn but for me it definitely is like some kind of content creator or face face um And so, yeah, I I agree with you that with an aura ring, I don't know who Mr. Aura is, but it's definitely on you to do your research. It's definitely on you to, like, not just follow this aura ring. It's one piece of data that helps. Um, It's just Yeah, just one piece of data. And and I think depending on your sport, it matters a little bit more or less. Powerlifting, I would say these things matter a little bit less, to be honest. Um, General health or even Mm. CrossFit or something where you have so many more variables, let's control this one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then something like a heart rate monitor, steps, running, et cetera, et cetera, I do think um, uh, a heart rate monitor, steps, things of that nature are like a key indicator of what you're doing. Yeah. Because you'll do workouts based on where your heart rate sits. Rather than powerlifting, we don't really do that.
1: Yeah. And... a lot of them show heart rate variability now, which is a concept I don't entirely understand. I know that you're looking for it to be higher, and I know that the older that you get, the harder it is to get it higher. Yeah. And um, things like caffeine and sleep affect that, whatever. But I will tell you the highest number that I've had in you know probably forever, it, since, my, since my watch could actually um, calculate it, was <laughs> the other night back in Folsom... Axe throwing for for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me at all because it was the first time I'd ever done it, and I think maybe like we had rain getting there, we had traffic getting there, we missed a turn. Yeah, part of the street was closed. I was like f- super frustrated when I got there, and then and I'd never done it before, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, you tried out first. And I was like, "You're you're handing a person who is under this much stress, yeah, and a beer." Uh, no, I didn't have a beer. No, but they have those. right? They do yeah, have. Them, it's all yeah. beer
0: and fucking sharp objects.
1: Yeah, they they do. I yeah I I haven't yeah I haven't really had much to drink in six seven weeks or whatever, just because I'm trying to lose some weight. There's yeah. just another story. Um, but I was super frustrated. I must have thrown the thing 10, 12 times and not even bit wood yeah. one time. And then I then it suddenly clicked. I was like, oh, now I get it. And I you know I, I didn't have a high score, but I was like. I was, you know, hitting fours pretty much every fours and fives pretty much every time. Yeah, which is toward the center. So I was like, maybe the fact that I felt better that <laughs> that it uh, that I got better. Yeah, the learning curve. The learning curve from being so frustrated when I walked in the door. Like maybe that's where that that came from. But um, anyway, back to to we were talking about food tracking. Not one of these that we've looked at. Yeah, has had. Uh, Food tracking apps or or yeah. diet apps yeah, or food scale or, or any of those things as a trend or especially you know now that some of them are are AI
0: driven yeah some you think that would be a thing right the greatest thing I've ever seen that I would actually have everyone use that I don't know how it fucking works, and I don't think it ever went to market, I believe was on shark Tank and this is probably. I don't know, man. Eight years ago, six years ago, I remember them having a scale with like a cup. And for somehow, I don't even think you typed shit in. Maybe you typed shit in. I don't think you did. It would measure the calories in there. Oh. By substance. Interesting. So, like, I pour Cheerios and you pour milk. Our shit's reading different. Wow. Yeah. I pour I pour cereal and almond milk. You pour cereal and regular milk. milk. Our shits, it's, it's thrown to our app. What calories are in there? That's crazy. Yeah. Again, I have no clue how that concept works. They might have lied because it's Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's one example on a thing. Right. Who fucking knows? I don't. I've never heard about it. Go to market, but if that can be a thing, which I'm sure it can somehow, right? There's smart ass people out there. Mm-hmm. If that can be a thing, I think that would actually change the industry and actually could help people like, like that's a, that's a legitimate tool i think would help people because like tracking and weighing and checking the back of the package it is a little bit of a process a to pain, do all yeah. this yeah. It's, it's like accounting for your food yeah if you could just pour your food and it whips it in your fucking app yeah two buttons you know on and, and tier or whatever you know and it fucking whips that shit out that's impressive yeah no i agree that would be that would be fairly I wish I someone can find it. Join us in discord 50percentfacts.com um and let me know what the fuck that thing is. Someone else out there I know watched it. I, I'm pretty sure it was on Shark Tank. I just remember seeing like a stainless steel I think it was like kind of a scale and a certain cup they had on there. And maybe it was just liquids. I don't even remember, but it was something crazy. Yeah, if if it
1: were easier more people would probably do it. Yeah. I I you know, I'm trying You to... don't have to
0: learn macros. Right, though. right. You right, literally exactly. just pour your shit and it tells you where you kind of need a basis of knowledge of nutrition yeah. if you're going to track and you need to understand macros and calories. And The other way, you get fucking Bodunk, Alabama, doesn't give a fuck about nutrition to put their Big Mac on that scale, yeah. and then it tells their phone, all right, you only get chicken for dinner because you just slammed to eat Big Macs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 you know, in your recent weight loss, did you actually use the tracking app or do you just do it?
0: Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to at the end. In the beginning, I just went Whole Foods, um... Stopped eating out and made basic steps. But then uh, to drop to the last like 10, 20, I was tracking pretty strict.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I, I haven't used one so far. I'm like 13 down, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you
0: can start to like eliminate shit rather right? like yeah. you said, I haven't drank alcohol. Yeah. For some of you, it might be your Frappuccino in the morning. You yeah. can eliminate that. You know, like, oh, I have a little dessert every night. Eliminate that. Yeah. You can start to chug away at, like, little habits. Okay, I'm going to walk a little more. Okay, I take 5,000 steps a day. I'm going to take 10,000 steps a yeah. day. You can do all that generally for sure. But if you want to, again, like, as strict as your goal is, as strict as your plan is, I want to get as lean as I, I got the lightest I've been in t- 20 years. Yeah, Uh. I, yeah. you got to fucking track. And then I'm, I'm planning to do it in January again. I'm going to have to track. i want to get down to 180 something. Yeah, yeah small. That's that's
1: the zone I'm looking at. I'm trying to get down before this trip to europe i'm not 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 all the way to goal but
0: yeah yeah, closer
1: before before my birthday in june yeah get get to where i'm trying to get but yeah i
0: mean tracking's you know it's just not like to me i don't even know how to explain it because it's not like a strategy it's not like a, it's just what it is right like <laughs> it's just the it's clear science you control variables you manage those variables, which are your body weight day to day, week to week, month to month, and the amount of calories coming in week to week, day to day, month to month, and you subtract when you need and you add when you need. It's yeah, just, it's yeah. just yeah, like because some people still debate. Like I think majority of people understand it, but some people still think like it's a diet or it's a. It's not. It's just controlling variables. Yeah, seriously. I um, this is something I've been
1: saying to people lately. Is uh. Your weight is here. It's like a balloon that you're keeping in the air. What's keeping your, your balloon in the air? Like what things are you doing yeah. that are keeping your weight up there? Because there have to be things. Yeah, all those ho hos. Yeah, there have to be things, and they may not be big things, you know, but they they are things. Yeah. They are things. And if if some of the things are out of your control, well, then then I don't know. I don't know what to do then. Then if it's, you're if it's a liar. Yeah, I mean, most people don't have <laughs> metabolic disorders. No, that that keep their weight. I don't know the, the percent, but I bet you it's
0: less than three yeah, percent. Most of the population. people don't have hormonal problems that no. keep their you weight. Know, just you know, it just it is what it is. So you may have hormonal problems or hormonal things that affect it, but it's not yeah. keeping you like birth control. Right there's a bunch yeah. of things going on, uh, age, but but it's not like even the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, age thirty five and men, it's gonna be real hard. No. It's, it's real hard because you're already out of shape
1: it, it's not
0: real hard because you're hormones
1: right and part of it is that uh, things just don't happen as fast as sure. for some people yeah for
0: sure yeah well and th- what they don't look at is the actual lifestyle look at the lifestyle of a 50 year old versus an 18 year old yeah is it the metabolic magic that's making this 18 year old skinny, or is it that that motherfucker's walking to class all day, playing basketball at recess, mm-hmm. then going home and fucking around again? He's jittery as fuck. He's shaking his legs everywhere because his hormones are through the roof. Yeah. Right. But like, it's not the test and the hormones making him skinny and lean. Right. Instead, he's running around like a psychopath. Right. Or when you're 50, you're like, I'm fucking over it. Even when you're 30, you're like, I'm fucking over it. Conservation of motion. Yeah. I'm just on the couch. Yeah. I'm just on the fucking couch. I'm tired from real stress. Yeah. Um, Emotional stress rather than that stuff. So, like, yeah, I agree with you. The, the the actual metabolic difference... I used to have the numbers in my head. I don't anymore. But it's, like, 10%, dude. Like, whenever someone's like, oh, I can't gain weight and I eat 10,000 calories. Well, that could be true, but it's not because your metabolism's sick. It's because you're a psycho and you fucking... <laughs> jitter your leg everywhere, and you, right. you're you probably walking 20,000 steps, and you're working out twice a day, yeah. and and lo- uh, leisure time for you is playing full court basketball with your buds. Yeah. You know, that's, you're not going to gain weight if you do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's why. It's not because yeah. your metabolism psycho, yeah. or you simply don't know the amount of calories you're actually eating, because everyone says that, but mm. same same in reverse. If you're trying to gain weight and you're struggling, track your food. I bet you're eating a lot less than you expect.
1: Yeah, most people are, especially if you're trying to eat quality stuff. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it, we've said that a million yeah. times. It's fat, just harder.
0: Fat folks definitely uh, underestimate the amount they eat, and skinny folks overestimate the amount they think they eat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number two on their list was
1: mini workouts. Um, in my and I workouts, and I think that maybe that's yeah. happened a little like bit. dosing stuff. Do- yeah, it's dosing. Yeah.
0: yeah, or or. I've seen it referred to as snacking, fitness snacking. I don't know. I guess depending on your personality or whatever, but like, and I hate to be that cliche powerlifter because it's turned so corny when you're like, I don't work out, I train. But I do kind of believe in that. Where like, and the definition can be whatever you want. But for me, when you're training for a goal Mm -hmm. um, and working out, would be more like snacking. Yeah. You're just like doing shit. And when I did my cardio, I kind of did that, I guess, in a sense, because I would get ADHD and bored. But I do think having true intent and a plan going into something is the only way to be truly successful. You're not going to be able to snack and then look like Chris Evans. No. You know, like it just won't happen unless, unless your snacks are highly planned. Yeah. Where you have a half an hour and you're going to crush biceps and then you have an hour later and you're going to crush back. Like, sure, maybe, um, and 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 I think the snacking that I believe in is more of a, along those steps lines. And I do like the steps more and more as I grow as a coach and as an athlete where the idea of getting 10,000 steps is to snack your movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, neat, if you guys want to call it that or whatever. But it's a way to just like move more in our modern day when our modern day is set for convenience and less movement. Right. Um, so I was doing that all summer. I'd come in here. I'd warm up, I'd lift, then I'd walk 10, 20 minutes, and I'd go home, eat, finish some work, and then I would just go on an hour walk. Yeah. And I'd literally just walk. Um, you have a dog, you have a kid, you have a mm-hmm. bicycle, whatever it is, just having another excuse to kind of move so then we get back to more habits like those crazy 18-year-olds. My a, my walking really fell off when when our, our dog passed. Yeah,
1: And I'm not going to get another dog at this point. I love dogs. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, yeah but, you're traveling and busy. Yeah, being. I don't really want... So... I, I'm i prowling the fucking neighborhood
0: now, Yeah, you know? And yeah, it felt weird, because I, I live downtown, too. So I'm walking by, like, the fucking courthouse and shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it feels kind of weird. It's nice out, but... Yeah. Sometimes I'll do half
1: of it around my neighborhood and then come do the other half of it down here, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, there's things to see down here. and
0: Yeah, so in terms of snacking like that, but again, it's like as strict as your goals are, as strict as your plan needs to be. If you want to get fucking jacked, you're going to have to get after it. Like, it's not easy. No. Yeah. You, you know, you're not going to be able to just... You're not going to slouch into it. It's yeah.
1: The same thing with, you know, the women who's like, oh, I don't want to get too
0: bulky. It's like, do you think that's easy? Yeah, you got Does to that, go crazy. Yeah. You have to have crazy genetics and go crazy. I think the snacking, I guess, uh, now that I think about it more, um, I think it was on one of the articles, and I think it's one of the few things we agreed with, but I might be wrong. It might have just been a topic where, uh, like, a boutique or, like, randomized classes are popular or going to be popular, Uh where you're like, oh, Monday, oh, my friends are doing Pilates. I'll do Pilates. Oh, Wednesday, my friends are going to go deadlift. I'll go deadlift. Oh, Friday, my friends want to go for a walk and play friends with their dog. Oh, that sounds cool. I'll go do that. Where I think that, for the gen pop, is probably the best play. Yeah, it's a a commitment to activity. Yeah, or friends or, or, yeah, commitment Mm -hmm. or, like, variables that, like... When you ask someone what do you do, they don't have an answer. Where mm-hmm. some people do Pilates, or they oh I do yoga. Mm-hmm. You're not that guy. You do dabble, and you're kind of like the buffet or the the variety plate, uh, the charcuterie mm-hmm. board of fitness. Um, I think that could work for a lot of people to maintain a healthy body, mind, etc. Um, but that's not going to get you like Chris Evans either. No, that's the that's why obviously I like powerlifting and lifting weights because like everything, and obviously this is a societal norm and you know a Western um, push of. Body image on you, but if you want to look like these folks, you got to lift fucking weights. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you get, you got to get fucking
2: jacked.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not going to happen any other way. Yeah, they, all of them did it. You can go yeah. on the on YouTube, and you every yeah. single one of them has got some video with their trainer yeah. that uh, that shows some of what they did. Yeah, and and, yeah, and most they're probably of them legit. Well, yeah, but I mean, maybe not hundred percent of what they did is shown there. That's but what the, I mean. The things that are shown are things they did.
0: Yeah, that's where uh, as much shit as I talk on Dwayne Johnson and The Rock um, for all his narcissists and lies, he does now show him getting after it. Yeah. You know, like he shows himself going really fucking hard on a belt squat. Right. And all of a sudden he shows his legs now where he's never showed his legs in the past and his legs are jacked now. Uh, Who would have thunk doing some fucking squats? Get your legs jacked. Like I do. I do recommend that work. Like Ryan Reynolds. I don't, I don't want to make up a name, but I'm going to make up Ryan Reynolds because he got jacked and skinny. I don't know what his article said, as every article comes out when mm-hmm. someone's jacked, but you know, they might say, like, oh, he did Pilates and ate salads. Like, no, he didn't. He fucking chomped on trend and bench press at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: He was, um, I think the first time I remember having seen him was in uh, the third Blade movie, and he was jacked.
0: I and saw him way one. before that. The first, uh, he was on, like, a sitcom with oh. two dudes and a chick. Well, it might have been called, like, Two Dudes and a Chick or something. <laughs> What was it fucking called?
1: Two, two guys in a pizza place? Or yeah. Two, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. guys, a girl in a pizza place. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's when I saw him, and he was fucking a hundred pounds. Yeah, dorky like neighbor guy. Yeah, yeah. That's the best. Yeah, his transformation's sick. Yeah, because he got fucking jacked. Blade, obviously, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. He got really jacked. I like Ryan Reynolds enough. He's like a little annoying because he plays the same character all the time. But like. In doses, he's funny. Uh, I think that, like, of all the folks to hang out with, he might be the most fun. In person, he's probably cool. Yeah. His Instagram and shit's really good. He's always, like, ragging on his wife and shit. He's witty. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. I like him just fine. Yeah. Two guys, (laughs) a girl, and a pizza place. That's sick. That thing had potential. That was, like, the... uh, I feel like that was... They just caught the wrong time. You know, like, the seinfeld Frazier. Fresh Prince, Home Improvement was like the the core of sitcoms, uh-huh. and then that show came like just as sitcoms started to become dumb. Yeah, just afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three on the list was Hit Workouts, and I think that Hit Hit
1: Workouts took a hit this year in twenty twenty three. There's research saying that what Zone, Zone two, two is 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 generally better. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody's saying that Hit is dangerous. I mean, no. But it's just not not superior. Yeah, I think it, it's only superior in terms of of time cost, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only thing. And and even I've I've had some people in our industry, powerlifters and such, still talk about it highly. Um, I think it's just too meta, metabolically and and, and nerve uh, s- systemically fatiguing um, to be again, to counteract your actual weight training, yeah. where we want to put the most energy into the things that get us to where we want to go. And if you want to look like fucking Ryan Reynolds in The Rock, that's got to go to lifting weight. That's got to go to resistance training. Um, where zone two, yeah, we've noticed, you know, evidence shows the same cardiovascular benefits in terms mm-hmm. of just general health. And then despite time consumption, um, we'll give you the same calorie burning or fat burning necessary to get shredded um again where i've become more and more a fan of just walking uh does it have to be ten thousand steps? No, I got I got like pretty fucking lean, and I was walking like a sad amount, <laughs> very sad amount. But but it's comparison to what I was walking before, right? which was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was even sadder, right? Like all these fuckers are talking about ten thousand. I, I think it was Sam Calhoun. Shout out to Sam Calhoun, one of the best powerlifters. She's going to go down as a legend, even though she's young. So it's weird to say that, but um, Sam Calhoun, I think was I don't know if she was actually cutting for nationals or not or IPF, but she was like tracking her stuff and she's getting like thirty thousand. Steps in, and this was while I was cutting, and I'm getting like five thousand steps in. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm, d- I'm
1: definitely beating that.
0: I'm like this chick is so much stronger than me, so much more jack than me, and walking way more. And I'm gassed after five thousand <laughs> steps a day. uh So obviously, it's relative to where you're starting. I, right. you know, with my lifestyle, is walking like two thousand steps. Yeah. And that's but that's also why I had to eat such drastic low amounts of calories. One, I was already lean, so to get leaner, yeah, I need to get there. And then I'm not walking thirty thousand steps. Like I'm creating content where I'm sitting, I'm lifting weights, or I'm working at my desk, which is my laptop. And so again, going to lifestyle being way more important. Where someone would say, "Mike, your metabolism is so slow." No, bitch, my metabolism's the same as yours. <laughs> you're just a crackhead that runs away, or, or you you work in a warehouse, or yeah. even a nurse, a teacher. You're standing and moving more than I am.
1: Yeah, my, my wife, you know, retired this year. Yeah, from, she's
0: probably from, walking like crazy. For, yeah,
1: she was. It was it, it be like nine miles a shift yeah. or something like that. And she she literally cut down her calories after she retired because for sure she She has the strongest sense of it of anybody that I know who like doesn't naturally? actually track you know she's got a little bit of a nutrition background and she, so she she weighs herself every day not everybody does that anymore. I've started doing that yeah. it makes a big difference. I wouldn't have gained the as much extra weight during the pandemic had I weighed myself every day
0: yeah where well, some people will call that narco- uh, uh, <coughs> n- narcotic uh uh not narcotic uh fuck. Obsessive. obsessive. I <laughs> think of the other word. There's <laughs> another word for sure sitting there on my tongue. <laughs> if it were in like narcotic, yeah, sure. <laughs> everyone would do it. Yeah, but uh, and call that like a disorder. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. you're you, controlling a variable. You're reminding yourself what your goal is. Like right. I think when I'm cutting, I weigh myself every morning and it, even sometimes at night to see how I'm doing. Yeah, is I it d- obsessive? Maybe, but like who's to say? I'm not. I'm not going to drive myself insane and start fucking eating lettuce mm-hmm. all day. It's just a way for me to kind of self-check myself. Yeah, and I if.
1: I I'm gonna spit this out in a second here. I was reading an article the other day, and I don't really know all where all the conclusions came from, but it talked about how intermittent fasting can be a uh, a problem for your blood pressure sure. and and blood sugar or whatever. Sure. It, it it can be a problem for some people, not ob- obviously everybody. But I remember I remember in times in the past when I was doing. Um, you know, more of a low carb approach than I'm doing now. And when I had carbs, like not only do your veins pump up, but like you can hear your fucking heart beating yeah. in your brain. Yeah. And yeah, I could feel probably, my blood
0: pressure sometimes.
1: That's probably not the best idea.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. probably
1: not the best idea.
0: I think it depends on where you're starting. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you're, cause you can, again, like not to like hop on this body image fucking argument always, but like you can be slightly higher body fat. Um, maybe still active, maybe lift a little, maybe on these snacking shit, mm-hmm. and have perfectly h- healthy, uh, uh, hormones, sugar, mm-hmm. blood pressure, all that. So for that person to hop into intermittent fasting, it may not have an effect. Yeah. But you can also be uh, of normal-ish body weight, normal-ish body fat, and have fucked up blood pressure, fucked up blood glucose, mm-hmm. and for those ones to go, you know, straight into intermittent fasting, yeah, you may have some mm-hmm. not great answers yeah and anyway
1: my my point was about weighing myself if i don't if i haven't eaten breakfast and i weigh myself at you know 11 12 something like that i'm gonna weigh less yeah yeah just gonna weigh less so if i the next day, I'm weighing myself at you know eight o'clock in the morning or nine it's o'clock in the morning. It's going to be more. And yeah, we just, just control those variables. You just don't think about that in terms of absolutes. It's like just where I was when I got on the scale. Yeah, but I won't weigh myself twice a day. I've done that in the past. I won't do that
0: anymore. Yeah. because I, I was just doing it when I would wake up and go to bed, uh, kind of know where I'm at. And, and again, like how strict your goals are. I mean, I could be like five, six, seven pounds. No, in, in the past, I don't know about now. No, but, I could probably gain ten in a day easy. Yeah, because what's sitting in your gut. Plus, like, glucose. And if you're dieting a lot, you don't got a lot of, yeah, you're not holding a lot of glycogen yeah. in the beginning of the day. And the end of the day, I'm holding a bunch of glycogen and water. Um, there's shit tons of variables. But the idea is weigh yourself the exact same time, the exact same day, wearing the exact same shit every single day, and then track that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, ne- fuck Hit. Fuck H- hit. H- Hit's fine. Like, it, again, if you're the snacker, to give you guys, like, answers to try to make this educational. If you're the, the fitness snacker, I think Hit's great. If yeah. one day you want to randomly do some shit or in the morning you kind of deadlift and then nighttime you want to do some hill sprints or go play some soccer, that's fucking sick. Or you want to go take a hit class, great. Thumbs up to you. If you have a very particular goal, whether it be aesthetically or even performance, um, you got to really figure out how you're going to program and dose your hit. It can be done. Obviously, there's fucking NFL players that deadlift really heavy and then go sprint and right. are... But, um, but they're also top-level athletes, and They their are, are different. <laughs> their whole lives revolve around it. Yeah. And then even at this point, there's some shit strength and conditioning coaches at the pro level, but there are a lot more better ones now too, so they know how to properly dose that and program that um, because each one will take away from itself. So if you're a powerlifter doing sprints, either you're an absolute freak, um, but majority of strength athletes I would recommend not. Yeah, yeah makes it's sense. It's just not worth it. Makes sense.
1: Uh, their number four was building a smart home gym, and this is a thing that hit that yeah. that uh, uh, also had a big setback in 2022, yeah. and that's Peloton. Yeah, what's the struggled. other one? Struggled
0: Mirror or something? The one we were gonna work uh, with. E- e- e, I don't remember what it's called. There's it's, the Mirror, and then there's one more. I think that, um, yeah, LeBron James started pushing one of them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think they're fine. Yeah, but they're not. I don't know that they're ever going to be huge, huge.
0: No, especially at those cost points, right? Like, those are... all like three thousand, ten thousand dollar units. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the one thing I did like Peloton, I like because of the community and the Gamify. Mm-hmm. I think that has a lot of uh, it, Like, it, I almost even bought one because I just think it's such a cool idea. And We've talked about getting one in the gym for yeah. people that want to like do cardio, cardio. We obviously have treadmills and step and everything you can eat. But if you want like, or you need someone to push you, I, yeah. I've taken one of those like SoulCycle classes with our boy Brian mm-hmm. Abs, and it was fucking sick. I wasn't even in good shape, and I just did it because it was free, and they're doing like a promo day, and all the homies were doing. I was like, yeah, I'll go do it looks fun and it was it was really fucking fun um in hindsight if i had a coach i liked and a class i liked like peloton and i see people tagging like their favorite coaches and shit like i think that's really cool um good music you kind of get a community aspect and talk about hit it is like a 20 30 minute deal you're just going crazy i think that's fucking sick for the majority of folks and even some bodybuilders you could probably sneak that in um because like doing sprints on a bike is slightly less uh systemically fatiguing than doing like a fucking full-on sprint or playing right. a basketball game. Um, I think it'll stick because it's a good idea. I think they're going to have to figure out the price point um, and the convenience. And then the other thing I like about it before we bash on it is uh, I think it was that mirror one or whatever the fuck it's called where you put it on the wall. I think their resistance was like magnets. Oh. And so I haven't used it, but the concept I really like, oh. where like the, the the strength curve is probably fucked with in a good way. Uh Um, like kind of those uh, the pulley wheels people use for squats or rows and shit like that that's you know like I think I think this is the fancy version of that and so I think the strength curve there's probably something cool there um, to play with is it going to change the industry? No. Is it going to delete deadlifts or make them obsolete? No. No. Um, But is it something cool for some folks like the more you push into it the more it pushes back kind of deal? Yeah I think that's kind of cool but um, yeah it's definitely not the end all be all and at that price point Who's it really marketing to? You know, like it's not helping our obesity problem, that's for sure. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Preaching to the choir a little bit. Tonal. Tonal's Tonal, one, right. Yeah, Tonal's yeah. the one we were going to work with. Yeah, yeah. I think the other one is still called like the mirror or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, too. But yeah, they're fucking five grand. Yeah. You can get a fully kitted free weight system for five grand, right? Yeah. A rack's going to cost you a grand or two, or a combo rack. A sick barbell is going to cost you a grand. And then the nicest plates you can buy. And now you can do everything just as well. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Uh, the last one, I will split this one in two. This is leveraging virtual coaches and classes. Now, that, I mean, coming out or uh, at, the, at the last year point of the pandemic, people have been doing a lot of virtual shit. Yeah. Obviously. But I think that, uh, It's sort of been more common in terms of classes and stuff for people to do particular kinds of classes online, but prefer to do other things actually in person.
0: Yeah, I wonder, uh, because of the space we live in, where we've lived in an online fitness space for a decade Mm -hmm. or more, um, online coaches, the term has been a thing for us for eight a plus time, years yeah. yeah and it's
1: probably bigger now than it's ever been i
0: wonder if it's reached more into the pop culture where i've noticed even some of my friends who like deadlift and shit but they're mm-hmm. like online friends of mine or, or you know content creators i follow but they're not necessarily they're still in-person coaches that just kind of put shit online i did notice they were doing like zoom calls to coach people mm-hmm. and stuff like that a little bit more common um so i i agree with you yeah like obviously the pelotons the easy take with that like It's the same idea. Um, But even like just random Zoom calls or more typical, because people literally didn't leave their homes for a while. And so just have someone write you a burpee workout or Mm work out with the gallons of Alhambra water you have in the corner. Um, I I understand that was more popular. I don't know if, yeah. In hindsight, yes, it was, but... Going forward, I actually think the opposite's going to happen. And we've talked about it randomly with just random things we've talked about. But I think experiences, and I think we're noticing it now, right? Like, I don't know the details of the Taylor Swift shit, um, but the Kings are playing well, and I noticed it there. Like, how many people want live experiences seems to have magnified. I think we've always wanted that, but we didn't know how much we needed it or wanted it. Obviously, the pandemic reminded you of that, and Mm -hmm. you don't know what you have till it's gone type shit. Um. I wish I knew more details on Taylor Swift. I know she came out with an album and the company kind of fucked up, but people are fiending to go see live music. Yeah, t- Ticketmaster
1: was Yeah, the, fucked was up a issue. little
0: bit. They fucked things up. But it's also yeah. fucked up because of the amount of demand, I assume.
1: Yeah, and I uh, think Kings are doing well, and so people always kind of want to go then, yeah. but maybe, there, I think there is more demand. Um, yeah,
0: if they did well three years ago, it'd still go crazy, but right now it's going ape shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty nuts. At the yeah, moment. we have yeah. a member who, whose husband works high up in the industry, and she was saying, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh yeah, like. What are tickets going for right now? She's like, oh, like the prices are kind of the same, but you can't find them. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> I have a I have a connect there. Yeah, anyway, but not just, an actual connect, but a connect. Uh, we have Kari too. Yes, we Kari do. Kari is the mega connect. You well, know,
1: people who people I wouldn't give connections to other than yeah a Facebook group. But anyway,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. But so it's it's going. Um, I I think in that sense, it might even go backwards in twenty twenty three the CrossFit style the yoga class mm. the powerlifting classes uh, which we host here at Third Street Barbell um, I think those are actually going to get more popular as people I, are I missing human true. connection I think that's true and the, the final uh, th- point on their list was
1: outdoor exercise with social groups and I think I, I've definitely seen a lot of that I don't yeah. know actual numbers on, on what that looks like but it looks like there's a lot and it goes back to what you're saying people want to do yeah. social things um, yeah
0: and they respect nature a little bit more right like at one point our fucking beaches closed down for whatever the fuck reason, right? Like, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, it, but as soon as people and human nature, one, because I think we need nature and we need community. Those yeah. are two aspects that are necessary for a happy, healthy human. Um, but then two, as soon as you're told you can't have something, you're going to want it more too, right? So as soon as like our national parks and fucking beaches close down because of COVID, that's probably going to piss people off now. They want more national parks, more beaches, and more community. Yeah. Yeah, so all that I think will uh, stay in 2023 and kind of probably flip a little bit.
1: So this is an article for 2023. We're just gonna rip through this because, and we'll just talk about the things that are that might be different on this list. This is from some company called FitOn that has an app for whatever. Trying to sell us. Trying to sell us something. It's the only one that that I looked at that didn't suck entirely. Uh, uh, Number one on their list was earlier evenings over late nights, and I think that that is a thing that's happening. Like.
0: I wonder if that's just because whoever's writing fit fucking whatever is getting old. Maybe. Because <laughs> I've been like that for a long time, but I noticed all my friends are now starting to get like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, when they reach like early 30s, they'd been like that, but I've been like that since I was 26. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to – there's a
1: very there's a limit to how late I want to stay out.
0: Yeah, I'm good. Most of the time. Yeah.
1: Uh, this is community workouts. That's where we just talked about that. Uh, movement snacking. Uh, Interesting. Low impact workouts yeah um, pilates yoga whatever i feel like that's been a thing that's been going on for a while not really so much in the, on the list that we've seen mental health and wellness in the works workplace um there's you know there's been a lean in on
0: on mental health stuff over the past few years yeah. i just worry like everything like the pendulum swing too hard yeah you know now you stub your toe and you need the day off work yeah your cat died and you need a day off work. like go fuck yourself like sometimes you got to grab your balls and do shit i was talking to somebody about that the other day i think it was on a live q a and obviously i only get small tidbits of the real story Mm -hmm. and so that's all i have to base on so i answer it based on that and the guy's like yeah man tell me how you get out of a rut i don't want to work out today i was like bitch that's not a rut like, grab your fucking sack and go work out. It's one day. Yeah. Like, if that rut is three months, all right, man, I might be a little more compassionate. Let's yeah. go talk to a therapist. Let's lean on some loved ones. Let's fix our sleep mm-hmm. habits. Let's let's work on some things to fix that. But, like, waking up one day and not wanting to do something is called being a human. Like, go fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Nobody, whoever guaranteed you
1: that that you were never going to have to do things you didn't want to do, they lied to you.
0: Yeah. We've gotten so lucky here and maybe luck or maybe we pat ourselves on the back, which I don't want to do because I think it's more luck about our employees just showing up. And I talk about it on YouTube all the time. Like, all you got to do is show up. We've had, you know what I mean? Because I've talked to other friends, a majority of my friends are entrepreneurs or business owner and how they have the headaches of dealing with employees. And, and and look, man, I love dogs just as much or more than majority of folks in this mm-hmm. world. But if my dog dies, I'm still showing up to work. Yeah. You know, like the humans that rely on me and need me at work are just as important as my dog. Uh-huh. So show up and fucking do it for them, too. Um, and having friends that go through that kind of stuff, like cat died, missed a week of work. Like, come it's on, like- man. Yeah, like, and I trust me, like, I understand, and I'm very empathetic. But at some point, we just got to show the fuck up. And again, we've just been lucky where, you know, our three teammates here they show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they show up. Yeah, for sure. And it, that actually
1: makes me um, want to get on a soapbox box about uh, one particular thing that's been bugging me lately. And that, and I think I've probably talked about this before. And that has to do with boundaries. Yeah. People say, "Oh, yeah, I'm not going to." Uh, don't. Talk to me about X because I'm setting a boundary. It's like, well, that's not how boundaries work. Yeah, <laughs> boundaries are for you. They're yeah. on the inside. They're not for other people's behavior. Right. If you don't want to participate in somebody else's behavior, then your boundary is to get out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 like, how often is it? Yeah. You know, if it's once every six months, like fuck your boundary. Yeah. If, if I'm coming in you and bitching at you all day every single day, yeah, man, tell me I, I suck. But yeah. yeah, you can't. It's the same thing, like pendulum swinging too hard. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't and don't don't put how you're feeling
0: today or yesterday or tomorrow or whatever off on little stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can sacrifice too. Yeah. If my friend comes to me once in a six months and needs to bitch and I'm having yeah. a bad day, I'm not gonna draw the line right there. Like you can sacrifice for someone else. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Stop sure. being a Pansy. <laughs> okay number six on their
1: list again wearable technology uh number seven i think i think that this probably was in one of the the ones we've done over the last couple of years and that's plant-based push for plant-based
0: yeah i don't know there's so much like mixed info on all that stuff i watched a couple documentaries going back and forth on like fishing and like what that looks mm-hmm. like for our environment and for your health all the meat the vegan ones all the meat eating ones mm-hmm. like i think that's just pendulum swinging and until there's like more full data because we we, we don't know. Because people talk about longevity diets versus performance diets. Mm-hmm. We don't have an answer with longevity. It's mm-hmm. not like we can just make someone live a hundred years no. old. There's too many genetic factors. And the same with the environment stuff. Like I'm all for taking care of our environment and I think we abused it for the past probably 40 years since the industrial shit really got crazy. And I think we should look at that. But even with the EV stuff, right? Like the push for EV is based on environment, but we don't know what we're going to do with all these fucking batteries if everyone's driving a battery car. In the next and how we years. have to get them. Right? Yeah. The- like, so... I think there's so much politics involved when it comes to plant-based foods. Uh, I think there's so much politics when it comes to EVs. Look, I would love to drive a new EV Hummer. I think that thing's fucking sick. But that doesn't mean that I think I'm also saving our environment that way. Um and I think that's the same thing with like the vegan move, right? Like the the little argument is like uh how many animals die when we're uh uh cropping all those things, Mm -hmm. right? Like we just fucking kill rodents left and right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get on your horse and say, oh, now all of a sudden like a rodent's life isn't as important as a cat, isn't as important as ours, isn't as important as whatever, Mm -hmm. um, where do we draw that line? And so I, I just think there's too many variables um To 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 just blanket statement that a plant based diet is better for our environment and each individual that's walking this planet.
1: Yeah, no, actually that gets into number ten as well, which is um, environmental sustainability. Uh, Number eight being good mood foods. So like ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, really seriously CBD in your whatevers uh, and mushrooms in your whatevers. Yeah, sure. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know about that. That I just think like that is none of that really seems to be any kind of solution i
0: watched a cannabis documentary uh about uh like cannabis relationship is i think it's older but maybe it just popped up for me um based on like the music industry and yeah. i thought that was cool like where it came from the jazz era into snoop Dogg oh yeah, into yeah whatever yeah. i was like oh this is really cool but then they obviously go to like some cannabis uh, festival or something mm-hmm. and they're interviewing people and same idea just like same i think chris uh or eric Holmes almost said chris holmes uh <laughs> Eric Helms told us uh, in one of our early episodes um, and he was like the best guest. That was maybe our best spot on guest per question where we had him break down how to spot a gimmick or Uh something. And he's like, yeah, if like promises too much, like that's just a clear thing. Like if this is a miracle coach or a miracle product or a miracle exercise that does everything, it's probably a lie. Um, And I've always said like if your diet coach or program has a name, they're selling you some shit. And not Mm -hmm. that you can't sell something that's worth something, but it's probably a gimmick. Where there was CBDs, the guy sitting down, he's like, it fixes anxiety. It fixes depression. It's good for your skin. It's good for your hair. I was like, bro, the shit fixes everything? Like, it just fixes everything. (laughs) It's a panacea. Yeah, he's like, inflammation, hunger, diet. I'm like, oh, it just fucking fixes everything. Like, no, dude. Like, can it maybe maybe help and then say it does fix everything and I'm being a bitch let's say it does fix everything well then if you take it all the time then it's no longer good now that's baseline right and eventually you're going to find bad right you're going to have a bad day on CBD you're going to have a bad day on mushroom oatmeal or mushroom coffee is a big thing uh, <laughs> right like you're going to have a bad fucking day so w- yeah maybe these are tools right but you can't use this same tool for every project ever no yeah no, and sure. that's how people do it
1: yeah resetting your baseline that's a really that's a strong observation right yeah there. well it's
0: just true and that's the same with working out and that's where people are like oh mike workouts therapy like no it's not like should you work out when you're having a tough time yeah but you should work out when you're having a good time too yeah <laughs> right. like workout should be your baseline of health
1: yeah it shouldn't be yeah it's not it's not more important it's as important yeah. as it is always yeah
0: and I think the baseline is the key. And, and Kyle actually said it once, and I think he got it from his dad, where it's something I've never done well, where I've always been the opposite, but like never fly too high, never fly too low. Um, yeah. And that's, and respect your baseline. Yeah. Let's have a good baseline and let's make our baseline good. And then if something dope happens, let's let it be dope, but let's not fucking fly off the rails here. And then if something bad happens, let's let it be bad, but let's not fly off the fucking rails here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's huge. And it's obviously much easier said than done, but. I think it's something to aim towards and the C B D stuff's the same way. If <laughs> like it can it help anxiety? I don't know, man. But uh, uh if unless it, ha- it unless it makes you anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unless THC makes me anxious after a bit, you know. And then you like, start mm-hmm. smashing it all day long, your anxiety's yeah. probably gonna creep back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's for sure. no way it just dissipates it. Yeah. If you if you have an issue. If you don't have an issue. Yeah. Because again, there is a difference between having anxiety and anxiety issues and feeling anxious. Correct. Every human feels anxious. Yeah. Every human feels sad, but not every human deals with depression. Yeah,
1: for sure. I had somebody ask me about, like, contrast showers the other day. Yeah. I was like, well...
0: That's, that's like, the trend. It's been a thing, but, like, ice baths are everywhere right now. Which is insane. And it's just, really... mar-
1: well, it's just marketing. it's just marketing. It's just marketing. Well, but, uh, like, marketing... It... <sighs> It's a personal marketing virtue signal bullshit thing, as far as I'm concerned, because yeah. there's no, ain't nobody making money directly off of, of the ice back thing. Except like for
0: cold plunge here in Rockland, California. Yeah. yeah. But I don't like. I they just started sponsoring everybody. And so that's why it's more popular know.
1: now. Well, anyway, one of the, this is not the most common thing in the world, but like one of the ways that my anxiety will manifest is as, as sh- you know, shakes, sh- yeah. shivers, yeah, yeah. you know? And the last thing I want to do is something that's going to make me shiver, period, because yeah. I fear that it will set me off and make me anxious. And no, I've I had just, that
0: same point. Uh, I I talked to one friend who's kind of in the therapy world or has at least a master's in psych, working for their PhD on this, but I don't think there's research yet, um, but that exact thing. So elevated heart rate, uh, mind wandering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all these signs of anxiety or an anxiety attack. Um, but then people talk about going to work out to help anxiety. But for me, my, this is 100% N equals one, one of one study. Uh, <laughs> very anecdotal. But when my anxiety is not good, working out is bad. It feels very bad. I get very anxious in the gym because my heart rate's elevated Mm because I'm squatting fucking heavy, and then I'm just sitting in between sets that allows my mind to fucking race like crazy, and then I got to go do another thing that elevates my heart rate, and then I get to sit and do absolutely nothing, which (laughs) leads to my mind racing. It's just a cycle of that in between deadlift sessions, Um, and there's no study, kind of like the uh, what comes first deal. Is it my heart rate? Leading to feeling anxious, or am I anxious and now my heart rate's elevated from working out and anxiety? But Mm -hmm. either way, I I do think there's a physical culmination that can maybe lead to anxiety, rather than anxiety leading to a physical, yeah, situation. Kind of like your cold idea. The physical part of it is,
1: um, they call it you know, well, somatics, being you know, in feeling it in your body. Yeah, and yeah,
0: who's to say that can't come first? Yeah, and then force your
1: mind to. not good yeah i i I don't think it there's any reason to believe that it couldn't right right so uh, you know you try to avoid the situations that are going to make you at
0: your worst yeah my biggest my biggest argument and i don't ever want to have like a cold plunger advocate on here to debate them because (laughs) i think they'll just talk in circles and straw man but um their biggest argument is do things that are hard and then that makes hard people hard times make hard yeah. people and i and i agree with that concept but my biggest flaw in that is when you choose to do something hard. It is much different than overcoming adversity that is not chosen for you. And I had this debate m- multiple times in a comment recently. I posted a video of a, what seems to be a very young child. Uh, oh, yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah, oh, my it, God. It, until you read the comments and get more horrified. Yeah, because uh, people are stupid. They're wild. Uh, and, and one guy's biggest argument is that I misguessed his age. I was like, oh, this is... And I just said it randomly. Like, this is an eight-year-old this is doing nothing, no net positive here, physically, mentally, whatever. And their argument, basically this kid was doing a wall sit and this coach seems to be either helping him or pinning him down, but this kid has agony, absolute agony on his face. Um, And it's just one kid doing it by himself to an extreme – intensity. Um, and my argument was basically that this doesn't help discipline. This doesn't help anything besides a, a negative connotation with this kid's head on what exercise may be. Um, and obviously it's a short clip on the internet and mm-hmm. I did a short clip on the internet so I couldn't expand on it, but I can easily explain to anyone that wants to fuck with me on why this is a net negative. Um, And everyone's arguments are just so dumb. Like, guys like, well, I'm a dad. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Anyone can be a dad. Anyone with a cock can be a dad. (laughs) That doesn't mean you're an expert on how to raise kids. And I'm not saying I'm an expert on how to raise kids, but I am an expert on how to coach people of multiple ages. I've coached kids from third grade to 18, college, pro, elite in multiple sports, from powerlifting to basketball over 15 years. I would consider myself, and that's probably what I'm an expert at and how to get people to enjoy this thing and that's what we do here on the podcast the point of talking about multiple topics is to make this fun Mm -hmm. we don't want to just sit here and prescribe deadlift sets all day um fuck i don't even know where i started because all those people got me fired up uh (laughs) oh choosing something um difficult to do versus the world throwing difficult things at you and you overcoming them Uh are so different Uh so just because you fucking hopped in a cold plunge for a couple weeks in a row and even evidence-based, it shows it gets easier for the person to handle it, and you handle cold uh, much better over that. Uh-huh. Which, in my eyes, would be opposite of the po- goal, right. right? Right. That you should do a cold plunge once a month, then,
2: because it would so stay, stay difficult, difficult. Hard. right? Yeah.
0: So that's a whole another argument. But then the point of like your mom dying, or you going bankrupt, or your business flopping, or some a car accident, or some illness. Those things that you do not choose do not become easier because you can withstand cold better than me. Right. That doesn't make you fucking tough. No. Right? Like same idea with a hard workout. Just because I've gone through extremely hard deadlift workouts does not help me handle this other bullshit that's happening over here. Me me being positive and working through this bullshit that was dealt to me allows me to play my hands better. It's, it's actually the opposite. Yeah. Because I've gone through tough shit over here, I can easily do a deadlift workout. But because I do a hard deadlift workout does not allow me to handle these things. If I can handle death and bankruptcy and illness and, and all this bullshit and self-injury and depression, now I can handle gold cold plunge. But yeah. just because I can handle a cold plunge, does, it, it doesn't work that way. It just literally doesn't work that way. And so for all you cold plunge fucking folks, if you enjoy it, party on, brother. It's not changing no one's life. If you're <laughs> interested in having your balls be the smallest they've ever been. Yeah, hop in. And I'm not and anti. Cold, I'm not anti cold plunge either. I'm anti message that these cold plungers are about. Yeah, that's what I'm for. Um, because the truth about uh, is there's not really uh, a linear progression there either. Because you could actually argue that deadlifts are harder, right? Because you add weight or you add volume weekly. Now yeah. it's still becoming harder. Where yeah, you can't uh, make keep making it colder. There's literally, yeah, it'll freeze, and then you can't sit in it. Uh, Where literally, I believe the newest evidence come out that that's one of the Bennies they say is that you get more adaptable to cold. Well, unless you're fucking trying to do something in the cold. If your yeah. job is around the cold and this is training for your job, okay. Yeah. But otherwise, that seems counterintuitive to what we're actually trying to do here. If
1: you're trying to will, you know, survive in the wilderness and you know you're going to be stuck in the wilderness, then if, yeah, if you're maybe hiking, that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then that's great training because we're adaptable humans to the yes. stimulus we throw at us. Yes, but it's all very specific. It's very specific, <laughs> and you're choosing this stimulus. Right. It's much more difficult to adapt to things you don't choose. For and, sure, and that's my point, and that's my fucking point. That touching ice doesn't make you a tough human in this reality that is can be often painful. One pain doesn't equal another pain. No, because you no. break your leg doesn't mean you handle death better. Yeah, the pain that you choose. Yeah, and I try not to expl- on the same level as the pain. I've that, tried to explain that. Chooses that. you. Sometimes I feel like I maybe I don't explain it well, or people just don't get it because they want to be tough. I, it's hard to tell, right? Because communication means that. I'm saying something that's received. Right. Um, And so sometimes I feel it is on me that I don't speak that well because I speak in circles sometimes, but it's never made sense to me. Or the waking up at 5 a.m. is the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. The more you wake up at 5 a.m., it does get easier. Yeah. Because you're waking up at 5 a.m. every day. You're used to it. Yeah. Uh, And that sets you up for bankruptcy, death, cancer. And (laughs) like, there's just no way. There's just no way doing something you don't want to do.
1: Especially if, if you acclimate to it, you know? Anything you can acclimate to is no longer a challenge.
0: Yeah, and and, and 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 I am for challenging yourself, but don't preach it like it's going to fix all these other big issues. Yeah. I, I've done that, and I've told you about it. Like, I haven't done it recently, actually, because I'm so addicted, but uh, I used to just, like, cut out caffeine. Yeah. Just to test myself. Because it is like the one crutch that I drink and I do all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Coffee, energy drinks. And sometimes I would do one or the other. Like, oh man, let's just cut energy drinks for six months just to push myself. Let's just cut. And again, these are chosen things. But no way am I preaching that as now I am enlightened and good with life. Not, it's not taking you to the mountaintop to not have Yeah. A- I'm just saying I'm testing <clears throat> myself right here for shits and gigs to make sure I'm on top of my own shit. Yeah. That's all. And so if, if you... I think it's just the messaging that comes with these. It's, yeah, the virtue signaling. That yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like it's, you're better. They yeah. really do talk like they're better humans yeah. than us. Yeah. God damn it. Where,
1: whereas I think that like self-improvement almost always starts at like education. For sure. And then experiences. For sure. I mean.
0: But on that same note, yeah, it's always chosen. Yeah. yeah. Would I be a better human if I spoke a different language? Yeah, probably. But that doesn't make me a a better human than you. That makes me a better human than I once was. But how cold plungers (laughs) talk, they talk like like the millionaire's habits type trend. Yeah. Like, oh, I surveyed 20. Like, no, you didn't. First, you didn't. You lied. And then two, like millionaire isn't even that rich nowadays. No. And then third off, like those are... 100% correlation They're not exclusively Mutual that a millionaire Wakes up at 5am I know a billion Broke folks That wake up at 5am too Yeah Yeah. that was the thing in this thing they're like you look at any pro of the kid being tortured they're like you look at any pro and they had a rough childhood and I'm like no no I was like I could also look at a th- billion broke people that had a rough childhood yeah. or murderers also had a rough childhood yeah. murderers were also <laughs> broken down by wall sits by some dickhead coach like yeah. then they turn into fucking Jeffrey Dahmer like that has <laughs> nothing to do with LeBron James yeah. what are we talking about yeah that's a the uh, correlation people bring <laughs> like people literally don't understand basic science yeah, correlation causation thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not how it works. We no. can't control those variables to what made yeah. LeBron James and Allen Iverson dope. Were they grown up in rough situations? Yeah, probably. But that probably means that they worked harder at that craft because they wanted to get out of the shit situation. Yeah. The situation didn't build them because there's also tons of people in a shit situation dealt that hand that didn't make it. Yeah. There's a vast majority. Um, I think that if you're a, a good parent,
1: not just a parent, but a good parent, you know what it looks like when your child is reticent or crying or whatever because they're involved in a sporting event yeah. and they're uncomfortable in the moment. Right. Or they got a little bit hurt and and it, they need some attention in the moment to get them back up to the level to be able to go out and Yeah, do build stuff. their confidence back build up. Build their confidence back up. That's an
0: entirely different thing than fucking torturing them. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Because that was that's... someone else's argument, too, when I said that. I was like, it's something we choose or whatever. They're like, well, the kid kind of chose to be there because the parent chose to be there. And I was like, that's irrelevant to this situation because— And not true. Well, it. yeah, yeah. one, the kid definitely didn't chose there. And I yeah. was like, and what makes you think that random parent knows what's best athletically for this kid? Yeah athletically emotionally whatever like that was the issue is these people couldn't argue purely emotionally or purely athletically Mm -hmm. and i could make an easy argument for both being wrong (laughs) athletically a a wall sit until trembling is useless for a kid pre-puberty they're like well what about uh you know intensity builds strength and muscle and you know strength and muscle allows them not to be injured i was like tell me the last time an eight-year-old ripped an acl they don't yeah they literally fucking don't this kid's Pre-puberty, his bones aren't and muscles aren't stiff enough and strong enough to fuck with this stuff. Could you break a bone on impact? Sure. But a wall-sit's not helping that. No. You could do all the wall-sits in the world. If you fall out a tree, you're going to break your fucking leg. And then athletically, it's the same thing. This killed, the kid literally can't build muscle. So let's work on coordination and skills that allow him to, when, as he goes through puberty and builds this muscle and strength, that now he can track his knees properly mm-hmm. and he has some coordination within his body, some proprioception. A wall-sit's not doing any of that. It was just so wild to me. Like these people are so clueless, and 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 maybe they and one guy just did come out, and and I think he's just only follows me on one platform. And obviously, the internet's so different. But he's like, Mike, you're just looking at as a powerlifter. You just want to deadlift kind of thing. I was like, Like, No, like a powerlifter is the last thing I am. Like, the powerlifting in me is, like, the latest chapter of my life. The beginning chapter of my life is, like, child athletic development. That's what I did. I ran a basketball league with my dad. I ran summer camps my entire life. I coached kids literally from third grade till high school my entire life. Like, that's what I've done more pure hours and research in than how to deadlift properly. And how to deadlift properly is so simple. So, like, that's a very (laughs) – the amount of time I spent to learn that was much less. Uh The child development is fucking very – very complex.
1: Yeah, and the, the crazy thing is that like you could do the same thing with a kid and not force them to 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 stay in that position, right. not force them, not make them feel like they that they lose if they stop. And it actually it could be it could be fun
0: it could be funny. That's literally what I explained to Seabass yesterday when we were talking shit on. I was like, you know what a good wall sit is drill. And I don't know if this is PC, so uh, forgive me, folks. But there's a drill we used to call the Indian drill, where you would run in line, and the last person in line would have to sprint to get to the front of the line. So you have ten kids just running in the court or football field doesn't really matter, and the last kid runs to the front. So you're building communication, teamwork, trust, and your teammate to not be lazy back there Mm because you're tired from jogging, etc. You can do the same thing with the wall sit. All right, let's have a I think they were playing soccer. All right, let's have a cone drill set up on the right. We're going to have the whole team, which builds camaraderie, Mm -hmm. hard work, discipline, communication. You're having the whole team do wall sits while one kid has to do this dribbling drill. And as soon as this kid's done with the dribbling drill, he wall sits, and now you go. Mm -hmm. And we don't get to stop this wall sit till we all get done with this dribbling drill. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of pressure for you to uh, perform Mm -hmm. on the right, which is a learning experience, but it's not I'm not holding a gun to your head to fucking perform. You just feel a little bit of social pressure because your are having to do the shitty wall sit. Well, you have to do this dribbling drill and then you got a wall sit. So you're hoping your buddy performs well on this thing too. And you're going to clap him up when he does good. And as a coach, I'm literally walking the line, telling them to cheer for their teammates. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you can make all this more fun, more gamified, Mm -hmm. still get your resistance training for an eight year old, which doesn't fucking matter. uh, And some skill involved to make it uh, actually applicable to a sport or coordination. It doesn't have to be me shoving a kid. And someone said, "Well, maybe he—you don't know context. He fucked up, uh, and now he needs to do that." I was Still like,
1: "Still inappropriate." Well, there's other
0: ways to do it. Yeah, I, I, and I hate it as an athlete, but uh, it's probably better to make the whole team run. Yeah, because then again, you're you're building trust and reliance on the others, and then a little bit of social pressure. Because I'm not soft, man. I'm the uh, trust me, dude. The way I was fucking raised. If you guys met my fucking dad, is the opposite of participation award. Because that's what everyone automatically went to me. I was like, dude, there's so much in between that. I'm not trying yeah. to give this kid an award. I'm trying to make this kid actually learn. Yeah. And the way you're doing, it, it's not learning shit. No, that's what I'm getting to. I'm actually trying to teach them giant negative feedback. Yeah, I'm not trying to get nobody, bro. You cannot give first place an award for all. I give a fuck. Tell them to run it back and do it again. Like I don't care about awards. Yeah, it's a negative. It, there's just a net negative. Physically, emotionally, teamwork wise, the rest of the team is probably standing there just looking. Mm-hmm. That does jack shit. That was my point. And, and people are just so clueless because I think they've never been part of a successful team. They never had a successful. I was just lucky. My dad was a really good coach. I'm really good at teamwork and communicating. My mentor Dean Stark was. Literally, I think one of the best coaches on the planet when it came to teamwork, being part of something bigger than yourself, having a common common enemy. Uh, Mike Brown, the Kings' coach, had a really good uh, interview about that yesterday, and uh, he handled it just so good. How how he spoke about his staff connecting with the team, mm-hmm. how the team connected with the team, how the team's now playing for the team and each other rather than themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I just told. It's One hundred percent the formula of
1: every winning team. Is, yeah. Except except maybe the you know the Yankees and
0: yeah baseballs. They, Baseball is just a little different because when you do so well individually, your team does succeed. Yeah. Hypothetically, I'd hit, hit a home run every single game. I know that's impossible, but hypothetically, then my team gets better. Yeah. Where it doesn't always work that way in basketball. I could score 50 points a game and we lose. Right. Right. Where, like, if you're just batting out of your fucking brains, chances are your team's going to win eventually. Eventually. Because uh, the scores are just less. Same yeah. with soccer, right? Like, hypothetically, if one dude's just scoring like a fucking psycho, you're probably going to do okay. Um, where in yeah. basketball, it's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, football, it's not even the case. Um and even that, right? Like if if you're truly doing it for the team, you're just going to be better off. There's just no way you're going to make that diving catch uh for the team. You're going to you're going to sacrifice your body a little bit for the team and literally obviously our t-shirt is that be a part of something bigger than yourself uh is that at definition. Um and yeah, doing a wall sit by a kid, the rants over, him, but that's not it. us <laughs> teaching them nothing and building no muscle. <laughs> okay. Well, let's bring this one in for a landing. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, three sbco brand new episodes every single Wednesday and Friday. Um, I'm silent Mike, where you want to find us. Follow us at uh Good Company Three S B on Instagram and also Street, Third Street T H I R D uh B as of right now. I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know either. It's got a nice ring. I don't know either. <laughs> we have to we have to change some signage, but uh I am at the Jimmy McD on all the social media. This show is 50% facts or percent is a word. 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a speaker prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the obscure celebrity network. And we'll talk to you the next time.